welcome to Cali Stars Young and Famous with Christina Rule. And I'm Christina Rule. And I'm your podcast host. I think this is the very first podcast for Latinx kids by Latinx kids about Latinx kids. And yes, you guessed it. I'm Latina. My family is in the entertainment business. Movies, TV shows, cable news, magazines. But hey, this is not just about me. This is all for you and the next generation. Meet the young and famous stars who are making their dreams come true. I hope they can inspire you like they inspire me. Hi, welcome to Catalina Stars. I have so much to tell you about our new magazine and a fun giveaway. But right now, I'm waiting for Natalia Clemente. She's a young reporter in the Miami area, and she's going to call me. I met her this week, and I wanted to know more. When I met her, she was interviewing five of us about the fun science show, Brains On. If you haven't heard it yet, definitely check it out. It's a program where we talk about sciencey stuff. Check out my Instagram for more info. Natalia has a job that many of us don't even know where to apply. I found out she's the one who goes in the middle of a protest with a camera and maybe a notepad and starts asking them questions. I've seen Miami protests and they could be super scary. Oh, she's calling. I hope she tells us how she interviewed protesters without getting killed. Hi, is this Natila? Natalia. Natalia, sorry. Is this... No worries, yeah, it's Natalia. How are you, Christina? I'm good, how are you? I'm recording, I'm is great. that okay? Think... Yep, fine, I'm great, thanks for asking. <laughs> sorry, I'm a little nervous. No worries, usually I'm the one on the other end, so I'm kind of nervous too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... So, before you um, called, you said um, you had producing duties for the last WLRN newscast. What does that mean? So, I freelance sometimes for WLRN, which means that I work whenever they need me to fill in for someone. And today, I was filling in for the newscast, so it's kind of every certain amount of minutes in the hour WLRN comes on the radio and they have a newscast a short like one to three minute newscast describing you know what's going on today um, in South Florida so my part my role as a producer is to kind of make sure that the anchor has all of the information um, ready for him to read on air I write up scripts and um, look into stories around South Florida to see what is going on and kind of be that content for the host to read. It's um, very interesting. I mean, you get to cover just whatever's popping. Oh, my God. Um, I have a picture pulled up, and it's um, a picture of you taking a photo of um, protesters. How do you know they're not going to kill you? So protesting, especially now and, you know, the politics of that we live in today is kind of risky for um, journalists to kind of go ahead and cover, especially um, with 
coronavirus as well it's not only like physical protection but also for your immune system um but luckily you know i've been trained very well uh through my uh, different news organizations and at wlrn to know what to do and how to be safe on the field and usually they're they're kind of not that mean to reporters um depending on who you're with and who you're covering how do you get trained to know you're not going to get killed? I mean, I think it helps that I'm young. So, and I can relate to, you know, a lot of people that I interview because I, I, I work locally. So I know the local issues and I know the communities. So it's not very much a us versus them situation. You want to always, you know, respectfully show that you're not being you're not driven by an agenda and you just want to report the facts and to be trained on that you just have to use more of like common sense and look into the cues that is going on around you wow i don't even think i could do that anyone could do it i mean it's you have a great amount of curiosity and that's the first step on being a reporter knowing what questions to ask well how do you know um, the protesters are happy or mad. Like, how do you know without even approaching them yet? Or you just don't? You don't know what anyone's going to say when you interview them, but, I mean, you know in, in advance what they're there for, and you look for the key people that can give you an informed answer and that play a significant role in whatever issue you are trying to cover so that way you get the most accurate or most representable conversation out of it that's technically what um interviewing is a conversation yeah and that's why i love my job so much because i get to meet so many different people that know all these interesting things that you and i might not know everything about but once you have that conversation you kind of become a mini expert for the day on that topic so i'm always learning (laughs) um what do you mean you're always learning like what do you learn I'm learning what's going on around us. I'm learning important issues and what, why those issues matter to certain communities. I'm learning, you know, even technical stuff, uh, things that you might not read in the textbook, but that are very specific to a type of industry. So whether that be like a lawyer giving them their, giving you an opinion on, you know, controversial matter or whether that be even you know, personal struggles, you're learning from the people that you talk to. Well, um, how do you, like, if you learn their struggles, how do you know they are going to actually open up to you? So, I mean, it's difficult to know if they're going to open up to you or not. You just have to be able to know what questions to ask that makes them want to give you a response or... And by doing that, you need to kind of educate yourself before even, you know, hitting the field. You have to know, you know, enough about the issue that it shows that you're interested in an authentic way. Oh, I did not know that. But um, when you were my age, um, how did you even know you were going to be interviewing protesters? 
I didn't know that I was going to be interviewing protesters or all the fun other things that I've been able to cover as a journalist. But I did always have, you know, an inclination or a curiosity when it came to writing and to reporting, even though, you know, when you're little, reporting could be joining a newsletter or it can be taking photos or being part of broadcasting. I just was always attracted to those type of programs, and it really helped me by exploring them in school through even middle middle school, elementary school, any opportunity that I had to see, hey, maybe this is for me, all led up to where I am right now. Yeah, I see um, some pictures of you taking pictures of, um, like, protesters or, um, like, whatever the story's about. Yeah, I mean, being a journalist now with all the technology that we have is not just writing or talking in front of a camera. It's very multimedia, so you have to be able to take audio recording, in my case for WLRN, and take videos so you can post on social media to tweet about it, and then you have to write an article for the web version. So it's very content-driven, which is very fun because you get to explore different types of programs and, you know, be really creative with it. What advice do you have? For what? Um, (laughs) Just in general? For anyone who wants to grow up to be you. To be me? As a journalist, I think that the best thing that they can do is always be curious and let that curiosity take place in settings where you can go ahead and see see if maybe you like creative writing or maybe you like to be in front of the camera and speak or maybe you want to uh, produce, which means, you know, planning and putting together segments. It just really depends on what attracts you. I think the best thing to do is always give yourself that opportunity to explore new things within the field of communications so that that way you know if you like it or not. And a big part of it, this job, is really enjoying what you do because, you you know, you sometimes deal with funny stories and, you know, lighthearted stories, but sometimes you're dealing with serious issues and you want to be able to, you know, really enjoy and be passionate about your career. Aww. <laughs> um, where can we find you? Like, on Instagram or um, Twitter? Yeah, so on Instagram and on Twitter, I'm... My handle is at Natalia Clem, so it's N-A-T-A-L-I-A-C-L-E-M, and that's where you'll find most of my reporting and photos. Oh, yeah. Um, you said you had an interesting um, story on how you got involved in uh, um, interview, yeah. interviewing and journalism. Can yeah. um, you tell me some of that story? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, you know I don't think you ever think when you're maybe at the end of high school, like, oh, I knew what I wanted to be, you know, since I was a little kid. But me looking back on my experiences growing up, I realized that I was always involved in reporting and in, you know, journalism. So I started off younger than you were in early elementary, so let's say third grade, fourth grade, doing uh, the TV production show for the morning uh announcements and obviously it was just small little one camera studio but that really got me my foot in and got me exposed to what 
journalism was, I moved on to middle school, and in middle school, I started a newsletter with some of my classmates to cover the school stuff there, which was never a thing that was, you know, offered at my school. So we started that. And then in high school, I joined both the newspaper there, and I joined the TV production crew there. So I was always gravitating back to journalism. And then when I had to you know, go to college and pick a degree and pick a career, it was just so natural. It felt like the right thing. Like I was always meant to be a journalist. Wow. Oh my God. I'm so glad I met you. I'm really I'm glad, glad too, I met you. And I'm glad that you have this podcast that is, you know, gravitating towards Latino uh, kids that they can, you know, learn from people that are, older and see how they did it I think that's a really cool concept (laughs) do you have any other questions for me (laughs) um yeah one more question um is there anything you um is there anything you want to like um um you could see yourself um younger is there anything you want to say to yourself I would really say that any opportunity such as internships is so key, even if you're young and it, the internship can be as little as starting your own news newsletter for your, for your school yourself. It doesn't have to be, you know, so serious and, and a strict position for you to start learning about journalism and learning about writing and content creation. Just even if you want to start a YouTube channel and explore that, I just really would tell my younger self to not say no to any opportunity that exposes me and gives me more knowledge and tools within the field. Because at the end of the day, you're always going to use that in some degree. Journalism translates to communications. It's how we connect with people. And even if you don't do it as let's say your career, you'll always need it to just be able to set relationships and be able to, you know, be a good person. I think that my job makes me a better person and the skills that I learn from it is something that's invaluable. Oh, oh my God. That touched my heart. Um, is it fun? Is your job fun? Yeah, my job is super fun. I think that if you like to be able to control, you know, your time and be able to cover cool things, like, for example, I never, ever thought that I was going to be able to cover um, former President Barack Obama. And I was able to go and actually see him when he was on the political campaign for President Joe Biden. I was like 40, 50 feet away from him. And, you know, that was so surreal for me. I was so excited. I was like, wow, I'm really in front of Barack Obama. And so things like that, it just makes this job so cool. I mean, you don't do that at at an office job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, was he mean? Obama? Um, Yeah, both. Joe um, Biden and Obama. Well, Joe Biden wasn't there, but President, former President Barack Obama, um, he was very charismatic. I mean, he was doing a great job at promoting uh, President Biden's campaign. And 
I mean, I didn't get to talk to him personally because, you know, it was obviously a social distance event and he was on stage and I was not. But, I mean, he did smile when he was getting off stage. So that's all I can say, really. <laughs> um, okay, I just have one last question. Did you take a picture with him? No, we weren't that close. My, I, I, and besides, I was working, so I had to keep keep it a little bit professional and just. I, I was taking, you know, maybe like selfies with him in the back of the stage, but I mean, it was just a uh, cool enough to be there to begin with. And the event was at my um, for, uh, my college where I went to college, Florida International University, and if so I it am. felt like a very like full circle moment that I was there doing my job after I had graduated from that school. So I was pretty happy. Yeah, and you technically did kind of take a picture with him. Yeah, I have. My friend actually sent me a screenshot because they live streamed those events. So my friend sent me a screenshot of like the crowd, and you see me, and then like 40 feet away is like the stage, and you see him, and like that's the best picture I have of both of us, but you can barely see me. Aww. Yeah, it technically counts. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. No problem, and thank you so much for having me. I mean, whenever it's ready, go ahead and send it to me. I would love to listen to it, and hopefully, you know, I gave you a good enough insight into this job. Um, and, I mean, being a Latina is also an interesting way of viewing this job because, Obviously, I report in Miami, and a lot of us are Latinos or Hispanic, but you're always kind of more aware when you're connected to communities. So thanks for having this podcast. Oh. <laughs> um, what's next for you? I'm also getting into some more social media and marketing because I believe that, you know, with the technology that we have now, everything's just more interconnected. And if you can learn the ropes of social media, which you have, of course, and you've seen, you know, the power of connecting with people online through your podcast, it's just all of these are tools that need to be explored. So I'm definitely going to be more involved with that and um, starting my own company. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, um, both from from both of you. It, it was a great conversation. We're yeah, so, thank you, Natalia. We're so proud of you. <laughs> All right, have a good one, guys. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Natalia. Please look for Natalia on Instagram at Natalia Clem. The picture of her with Obama is on there. I looked. Follow me too at Christina Real on Instagram. Also, please go to the Catalina Mag Shop to order the new Catalina Starf magazine with Hector Duran on the cover. It's the debut issue. We're also digital on pressreader.com where we're read by millions of readers all around the world. Hi, Tess in Holland. Now, on to our giveaway. Because who doesn't love a giveaway? In honor of this podcast, we are giving away headphones. They're called My First Headphones. I'm looking at the box right now. Let me tell you how cool they are. They're teal and purple, and um, they say they're kid-friendly headphones with bone conduction technology. I don't even know what that means. But it also said they're safe for kids, ultra-lightweight, 
and open ear designs. And they say they could have five hours of playtime. These headphones are valued at $80, but you can get yours for free by entering the giveaway. You can find all this information about the giveaway on my Instagram page. If you want to talk about this podcast, you can find me on Good Pods. And now, thank you so much to my patrons. They make all things Academy of Stars possible. Thank you to Star John Douglas, Star Alejandro, Star Thomas Salesman, Star Vincenza, Star Isa, Star Luidin, Star Marisol, Star John M, Star Caridad, and Superstar King Mike. My Patreon stars help make our dream come true. If you want to join our stars, look me up on Patreon. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye!